0: You're listening to Moments from the Mount, a podcast from Mount Calvary Lutheran Church and Pastor Benjamin Schaefer. This is a sermon that was recently preached in our congregation. You can learn more at mtcalvaryreading.org or watch a sermon there. Thanks for listening. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forevermore. Amen. The word of God for us this morning is from Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. There, St. Luke recorded these words. Jesus told them a parable about the need to always pray and not lose heart. There was a judge in a certain town who did not fear God and did not care about people. There was a widow in that town, and she kept going to him, saying, Give me justice from my adversary. For some time he refused. But after a while he said to himself, Even though I do not fear God or care about people, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not wear me out with her endless pleading. The Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. Will not God give justice to his chosen ones who are crying out to him day and night? Will he put off helping them? I tell you that he will give them justice quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith, on the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Throughout his ministry, Jesus praised little children. He was glad to have them around, glad to have them in church, and, and we are too. And Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of heaven like a little child will never enter it. A little children are blessed with a lot of things, and and especially we want to think about today the persistence that they have. It's a persistence that comes from love. They know their parents love them, and so they persist. They come back to mom and dad again and again, mom, 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 dad, 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 And and that persistence is because they know their parents love them. They know their parents care about them and want what's best for them. Now, they also persist because they're sinners, but that's another sermon. Martin Luther reminded us that we get to speak to God as boldly and confidently as dear children ask their dear father. And today we add persistence to that list. This is a unique aspect of our our prayer life, our life as God's children here on earth that, that Jesus presents to us today. Jesus tells us persistent prayers are powerful. First of all, because Christ commands them, but also because Christ empowers them. Now, our lesson for today is a parable, but it's a a parable of contrasts. Normally, Jesus points out something that is noticeable or commendable in our world. And then he says, the kingdom of God is like this, only better. Now, today he does something different. Jesus said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about people. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with her plea, Grant me justice from my adversary. And for some time he refused. Now, what's so unique with this parable? Well, Jesus used an unjust judge. To help us understand God. This judge had no fear of God. He did whatever he wanted. And he also had no respect for people. The two go together, don't they? If someone doesn't have a concern for the true God, you can't expect them to care about other people. Now, this judge had no fear of God, meaning he didn't have a conscience. That inner voice of right and wrong had been suppressed and seared so that he wasn't concerned with right and wrong as God lays it out for us. Jesus has us looking at this unjust judge and and watch what he does. And then think about your God, who is holy, who is perfect, who loves you, who bought you with his own blood. Now, the judge didn't care about anyone. What he did care about was himself, and he had a problem. A widow was continually pestering him. She didn't give up. She came to him again and again, demanding justice against her adversary. She had a case in her mind, and she was going to be heard. And again here, remember, God is contrasting things. He's contrasting the widow with us. This widow had a case to make. She deserved to be heard. But you and I, do we deserve to be heard by God? Can we pester God and demand that he listen to us? Hey, God, I I deserve this you got to listen to me i've had a really rough day hey god you've got to listen to me i've been married for a long time and and things are in trouble now you got to help me lord hey hey lord i i've got i've got kids and you gave them to me in the first place and and hey hey you got to you got to help me out here lord do we have a case before god (laughs) no not really we have no case before god because we are sinful people we are on our own separated from god content living apart from him and we're deserving of every despicable things that comes our way so why pray why talk to god at all he's holy i'm i'm sinful he's perfect i'm imperfect he's god and i'm just i'm just me but remember why jesus spoke these words He told his disciples this parable to show them that they should always pray and never lose heart. When you feel like you're worthless, remember Jesus told his disciples this parable to show them that they should always pray and never lose heart. When you are too busy to talk to God, remember, Jesus told this parable to show that we should always pray And never lose heart. When you think you don't need to pray or you don't have anything to pray for, (laughs) remember Jesus told his disciples this parable to show them that they should always pray and never lose heart. When you are feeling depressed and defeated, ask him, What does it matter? Remember, Jesus told his disciples this parable that they should always pray. And never lose heart. That's one of the great temptations of the devil, isn't it? What does it matter? Well, I'm going to pray and... And nothing ever happens anyway. But Jesus is with us. He calls on us to pray. He commands us to pray. And to never lose heart. And we pray as God's dear children, because Christ commands our, that we pray. But even more importantly, Christ empowers our persistent prayers. He attaches amazing promises. First of all, he promises to hear us, far better than an unjust judge ever would. Luke tells us that the judge finally said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about people, yet because this widow keeps bothering me. I will give her justice so that she will not wear me out with her endless pleading. The judge had had enough. He couldn't stand this widow any longer, so he gave in to her demands. He decided to hear her case and he gave her justice. Jesus said, listen to what the unjust judge says. Will not God give justice to his chosen ones? who are crying out to him day and night? Will he put off helping them? <laughs> the parable is striking, isn't it? God is compared to an unjust judge, and you are—you and I are compared, or contrasted really, to a whiny widow crying out for justice. God is serious about what he's teaching us here. Simply put, God has chosen you and made you his own. The blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. And because of Jesus' rescue operation, you and I can approach the Father persistently. Christ has empowered our prayers. By being our brother on this earth and dying in our place, he created that conduit for communication We get to go to God, not badgering him like a widow, but calling upon him in every trouble, praying to him, praising him, and giving him thanks. Will God ignore his people? Will God ignore the ones he has chosen and loved and proved that love to? Absolutely not. If an unjust judge can be influenced by a widow he doesn't care about, How much more ready and willing is our God to help us? Let your lips speak persistently to him in prayer. You know, social media, things like Facebook and Twitter are are changing the way a lot of companies today listen to their customers. If you have a problem, companies are encouraging people not to call the customer service line at the company, but to put something on their Facebook page. Companies like Apple or Microsoft or Ford or Chevy, they have huge teams of tech people monitoring social media. And if something goes up that is not flattering, (laughs) that is kind of a complaint, the experts say they will be all over it trying to make it right. Because the last thing that these companies want is a bad reputation on the internet, Now, if that is how concerned (laughs) earthly organizations are, especially because they don't want to lose money, (laughs) consider your heavenly Father. He cares about your soul. He loves you personally more than you can imagine. He's far more concerned than a company ever could be. And he wants you to speak to him persistently in prayer. He longs for you to post things to his page And communicate with him. Speak persistently in your prayers. Pray, 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 and never give up. But God doesn't just promise to hear us, like some therapist that we talk to to get things off our chest. No, God promises action. Prayers are powerful because God is a God of action. Jesus said, Will God keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice quickly. God grants justice. He grants relief. God hears prayers and and he acts for the good of his children. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you, Jesus said. When we ask according to his will and what he wants for us, not not what we want, he promises to act. It's a guarantee from God. Christ is empowering our prayers, forgiving our sins, and making us bold to pray persistently. Now, The last thing Jesus said in this account is that this all happens quickly. And that's maybe one of the toughest things in this section. Quickly. Really, Lord? You, if you're like me, you may have been praying for the same thing for years. Would you say that the answer has come quickly? Would you say that justice has come quickly? Now, two things to keep in mind, dear friends. First, God's timetable is not ours. The Apostle Peter said, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. But he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. God's timetable is not our timetable. And what might be slow from our perspective is is definitely not from his And the second thing to keep in mind is consider all the points of this parable. The widow did actually have to wait a long time, at least from her perspective, to get relief, to get justice. And Jesus did tell his disciples to pray and pray and pray and pray and never lose heart, never give up. We might have to wait for relief. But what Jesus promised his disciples is that God... We'll see that they get justice. And when that justice from God comes, it will be swift. He's drawing our eyes to the end. When we are afflicted, when we are oppressed by others, God has a judgment and that judgment will be swift. It will come quickly. It will not be a a time of second chances for those who have rejected God. No, no. No justice comes quickly from the Lord when we're longing from relief from from suffering we, we long for that relief. Jesus has promised us a heavenly inheritance that will be ours in the blink of an eye that will be justice that comes swiftly that comes quickly that that righteousness from God to all who believe when God wants His deliverance to come, it will come fast. And we will rejoice eternally. Jesus ended this section with a question. It's really not so much a question as it is a warning. He said, When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? The implied answer here is yes. Yes. There will be a faithful people, but it will be a small number. The great majority of his of people won't care about Jesus or his word or, or even praying to him. Jesus gives us this warning because our prayer life is a reflection of our faith life. One of the greatest gifts God gives us is to manage our tongue. It's like the rudder of a ship. It can take us into dangerous, destructive places, or it can take us to the throne of God in prayer. It can be used to build others up and to seek God's will through prayer. Let that power, the power of the tongue, be wielded in our prayers. Jesus spoke to us his gospel so that we might speak to him and never lose heart as his dearly loved children. Amen.